Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem Shalom Bayashir number 110. Uh, we spoke in the last few shiurim from the lectures of Rabbi Pemensky, beautiful lectures on Shalom Bayas. He talked in the previous shiurim about attention and about affection, and then he turns to appreciation, which we're going to discuss now. He has some interesting ways of putting things, very entertaining, but also informative. And, for example, you have to remember that your wife is a girl, G-I-R-L, and he uses the acronym, the, the Rosh Tevis of that, um, to, to tell you different things in order to show appreciation towards her. Number one is the G of girl. G is gratitude. I means important. R is respect. And L is language. And then he goes through each one. He starts off with gratitude, uh, we're got, not going to go too much into this now because we spoke about this in many, many shiurim, and we'll continue to speak about this. But step number one, of course, is to acknowledge what she does for you. And once you acknowledge it in your mind, then you thank her. You thank her on a daily basis and you verbalize it. There's so many things your wife does for you, whether it's the actual, the fact that she gave you your children and a home, and companionship, and food, and clean laundry, and if she and and, and her hard work, uh, inside and outside the house. And it's not so hard to start with the small things, and then go to the big things of expressing that appreciation. And it may seem mundane. It's not mundane at all. He says humorously, and I could relate to this too. Uh, he has something in his house. That's Mamish Maisa Nisim. I have it too. I don't know how it happens. It's called a magic sock drawer. Basically, you have your dirty socks and you throw it in the hamper, and somehow, Benes Nigla, it shows up in your drawer like magic, uh, folded and in pairs. And the truth is, it makes, if you know you're not the one who's doing this, whether it's the, your wife herself that she does it whether she has uh, your older children get get it done or clean, cleaning lady, it makes really no difference. The bottom line is you're not doing it. And the very fact that you're not doing it and your wife is arra- either doing it herself or arranging it to be done requires Akara Satayv. That magic sock drawer is one of them. It may sound like a Kleinekite or nothing, but it's not a nothing. To actually have drawers in the hamper that somehow flew and then got into your clean drawer with clean... The dirty socks become clean and in pairs. Then the morning it's there like one, two, three, chick chak, and uh, you know you barely think about it. It's nishta kleinekite. And he said an example also very humorous with him. You know he used to go to shul when his kids were younger, and let's say for Shabbos and they dressed beautifully. The pants fit perfectly. The shirts pick for, uh, fit perfectly. If it was the little girls, their their dresses fit perfectly, and they're designed and they're beautiful. And he fells, it's his kids, and they look so nice, the covered Shabbos and everything. And he knows, I had nothing to do with this. I had nothing to do with the way they're looking now. I have nothing to do with all this work. And I think to it myself, because, uh, you know, as he was saying this, I was thinking to myself, all the time as my kids were growing up, and I wasn't involved in the caring of their clothing, and somehow when you see them dressed and they're wearing the pairs of pants that fit them and uh, the shirts that fit them as they're growing so it's constantly changing and there's uh, suits and there and there and whatever whatever it is and your wife is taking care of it 
It's nishta kleinikait. It's not a small thing. And that's also a very important thing to show hakara satoy for. So that is the first thing, gratitude. Then he goes to the eye of girl, which is importance. Importance is a tremendous yesite in Shalom Bayes. And it means that whatever is important to your wife in her life needs to be important in your life with her. And that applies to even things that are inherently not interesting to you. And it also applies to things that are interest to her as a woman and you may not care for, you know, and uh, seemingly trivial things. So, uh, la mushal, you know, getting ready to go somewhere, chasana or going out, and she basically says, what dress should I wear, this one or that one? And most men in their brain... They think either this, they either they think, who cares, just pick one, we're late, let's just get moving. Or number two is, they all look the same to me. You know, we're this, we're that, who cares? But the etzim is, is that if you do your job, you assess it, and you choose it. Now, it makes no difference if she says, what's wrong with the other one? Or picks the other one, or whatever it is, you know. But the bottom line is, is that if she's engaging you in this dialogue... That means it's important to her, it's important to you. So even if it's not the etzem important to you, you have to learn how to do that. And you put your input there, and um, and even in things that may not... And, and the truth is, you have to learn how to be sincere about it. And that's a key, and it's doable. You could be sincere about things that initially may not interest you, but you're expressing that interest, and then it becomes sincere. So in other words, in the back of your mind, you, 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 after a while, if she is important to her when she asks you, should I choose this dress or that dress, or do I look good in this, or you prefer that, or whatever it is, and initially it may not make a difference to you, or you don't care, or it looks the same to you, but the truth is, if you start putting your mind to it only because it's important to her, then it becomes important to you then it'll be with sincerity that you'll actually choose it and get involved in it, and that is really part of it. And that's really, you said, you think it's a kleinekite, it's not a small thing. See, G'dayli Yisrael did this very often when they put their minds in, when they tried to help people. They put their minds sometimes into the needs of the more simple Yidin and what they needed and what they wanted, even even if they personally may have been technically above that. You know, when they wanted to cheer somebody up and said, how are you doing? How's your business? And and then the person would talk to them about, uh, you know, seemingly mundane things about their life. And the God will be Israel would pay attention to it and listen and ask questions. You could ask the same thing. First of all, Bittl Taira. It's not Bittl Taira. You're doing a chesed to the yid. Most important thing. Especially when a uh, a, a, a person sees that a godl is paying attention to them. It, it, it makes them feel very special. That's number one. And number two is then it's not it's not meaningless. It's not shot that the godl adar is in his back, back of his mind saying, ah, this is shtus and avolim, uh, but I'm going to do a chesed anyway and help him. No, that's not how it works. How it works is is you really go, they, they, they do their best, even though it's above them, but they do their best to go into the world of the one they are trying to interact with and help and give them chizik. So in other words, if let's say um, the God will be Israel is trying to cheer somebody up and he's talking about things and about the, the business uh, aspects of things or something with a, a dining room set or something, whatever it is. So 
the Godel usually does his best to express genuine interest with sincerity in that world, even though Be'etzem, they don't have a real uh, a pull towards those things at all. So the same thing applies to your spouse. We're talking now a wife who works the other way around too. What's important to your wife, you need, even if it may seem trivial to you, it, it needs to be important to you as well. So that is the I, importance. The next thing is respect. Respect goes in two points he goes into. Respect. Number one is you respect her mind as well. You respect her opinions as well, her thoughts. Very often, you may you may take light of your wife's um, you know opinions and thoughts, but that's a mistake. Very often, she has a lot of things that could help you, insights that she could give you that will come to her that won't come to you, and you need to ask her advice on things. That shows respect when you're saying, "I'm taking the time." to ask my wife of the, of the opinion. doesn't necessarily always have to follow it per se, but she'll give you another perspective of thinking about something, and, and very often she may be right. So respecting her mind and her opinions and her thoughts and asking her advice is a very big form of respect. Another thing is to respect her emotions. Her emotions, even as a woman, her emotions, for example, if she saw something or heard a story that, that she got emotional about and crying and, and you don't really grasp what's there to be emotional about, you respect that. You realize her teva is different than yours. And if she's crying about something or getting emotional about something, it is not, uh, uh, you know, nothing. There's something there. Even if to you yourself, you don't feel what it may be. And... That is a key. You need to be sincere also. You'll learn to be sincere. This is not a small thing to be in that world, to try to help understand that world. And then the third, fourth one, which he didn't talk about much in, in that particular shia, I'll see if he does it later, is language. Um, in, uh, the language of, of, of the appreciation, using appreciative words. I would assume that's what he means. So those are the ideas that he talked about in these few shiurim. One is called attention, one is called affection, and the other one is called appreciation. Have a wonderful day.